Hey fam, welcome back to another episode of The Waiting Room with your favorite host, Alante Nicole. Welcome back. Uh, For those of you that are new, The Waiting Room is a place where I help singles be sane. Pretty much I am helping and encouraging others to live this life in a more positive sense, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Like The Waiting Room, of course, we are anticipating on getting that husband or getting that wife, right? Or getting that family, right? Getting that child, whatever it is that we are waiting for. And we are hoping and we are praying and we, we are believing that God is going to give that to us, right? Because it's our heart's desire. So in the meantime, we're just going to talk a bit. We're going to chat. We're going to talk about it. And, you know, you, just, you guys are just going to hear my life. <laughs> so let's get into it. All right, y'all. So remember like earlier in the episodes when I would tell you guys that I am on the street, like of contentment, like searching for the house, right? I'm just like looking, shopping around. I feel like I found my house and I moved in this month, August, right? I cannot tell you guys when this happened or even how. I feel like if you would listen to like my podcast from like episode one until now, you could kind of like pinpoint how or or when or whatever. You can kind of like see gradually my growth and my progress, right? My ups and my downs, my highs and my lows. Um, But I feel like y'all one day I woke up this month and something just clicked. Something clicked inside of me as far as like me being sick of myself in a healthy way, right? Sick of my BS. Um, But something just clicked to the point where like I'm genuinely, genuinely happy where God has me right now. And nothing new has happened, y'all. Your girl is still single. I have not been asked on a date. I am not talking to anybody new. Like I don't want to have a dude's number in my phone like I got rid of all of that and I have the same job even though my job wasn't crazy my job was great I love my job um nothing new has happened I mean you know just a new day but 
something clicked to the point where I am content, y'all. Like, okay, I want to be completely honest. Just because you're content doesn't mean that you're going to have all of these great days or you're going to... From from this moment forward, you're going to feel as if you're okay being where you are. You're not going to have those moments of um, wanting to get weak or wanting to, you know, um, say forget it or, you know, desire. Or you're going to automatically stop desiring the thing that you want or the things that you want. That's not what I'm saying. I'm very aware that that's not the case of contentment. What I am saying is... I am so rooted to what God is doing and to God in general that if he said that I am supposed to be single for the rest of my life, I'm okay with it. Because at this point, I can honestly say he is enough. And I couldn't say that before, you know, and I I know that sounds so bad, y'all. It sounds so bad to say Somebody that claims to be a Christian, that that reads her word, that prays, that, you know, tries to live right and all these good things. I know it's bad to say. But my desire to be in a relationship, to be a wife, superseded my reverence for him to the point where it became an idol. Like I started to worship the idea of being in a relationship, of being married, of being a mother, being a wife, all of that. I made an idol out of marriage. I made an idol out of my physical desires. I made an idol out of things that really in the end are just temporary. So I'm still reading the seven myths of singleness and I'm not necessarily, I started, remember earlier I started to do like a series on it, but I had to pray about it and be real. And stop because I don't want to talk about something I haven't had a chance to sit in yet. Like, I don't want to read a chapter one week and then talk about it the next week. Like, that's not enough time for me to sit, to to stew in it, to pray over it, to really allow the spirit to, like, give me what it is I'm supposed to say or give me what it is that I'm supposed to learn from it. You know what I'm saying? Like... And really just to like marinate on it. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to read just for the sake of reading or for the sake of research. I want to read to like get it inside of me and really live this thing out, really understand it, really dissect it for myself before I can just give advice to somebody else regarding, you know, something of that nature, which is a very good book. And if you are unclear about the book I'm talking about, it's The Seven Myths of Singleness by Sam Alberry. I'm telling you, this is an amazing, amazing book. But one thing that I do want to say that stood out to me, um, I'm currently, I believe it's chapter six, I'm on chapter five or six. Um, and one distinction he made was the fact that we have to stop looking at marriage as the ultimate goal and look at it for and view it for what it really is, which is a temporary state. Hear me out. Those that are single, not not single, those that are married will soon, not soon, I hate to say soon, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, will one day be single again, right? You got divorce, you got people dying, so you will become a widow, right? 
and then you got both of you dying and then you know when it's time to reach to heaven when it's time assuming you're going there when it's time to be with the lord there there won't be any marriages you won't even remember that you're married to somebody we will all be brothers and sisters in christ you will want to be single again singleness is the most permanent state marriage is temporary and I think that's probably the last straw that I needed. I do feel like that. As I'm as I'm talking out loud, y'all, I feel like that's the last straw that I needed to really open and unlock that door, unlock that door of contentment because I was like, hmm, why am I fighting so hard to get to something that will one day end? Like, yes, it's a beautiful desire to have, 100%. It's still my desire. But why am I so connected or so like adamant about reaching a temporary thing when I should be trying to figure out and master this eternal thing, right? This permanent thing, which is singleness. Singleness is eternal. The only bride that we are to be right of course is the bride of church of, which is the church which is the bride of christ and again i'm not trying to get preachy or anything like that and i know people say oh well in your singleness you need to focus on you and god alone and you need to focus on being your best self and you need to focus on x y and z and blah 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 and serving christ we know that we know that some of us you can't even say that too because in my singleness right I graduated college. I graduated grad school. I wrote a book. I put on conferences. I've climbed many ladders in the corporate world, right? I've created numerous things, you know, that will outlast me and I'm happy for, right? I've I worked on my credit. I've saved, right? I've acquired more things that than I can imagine acquiring, right? It's just that time that a sister want to share that with somebody, right? So I think that when we stop looking at contentment as a state of giving up or avoiding how we really feel, like we kind of do sex, right? I think I said earlier, I was like, you know, sometimes instead of surrendering, our desires we suppress them to God um we suppress them so instead of surrendering surrendering our feelings to God we suppress them and that's not healthy that's not healthy at all because huh, God forbid let that right opportunity come along you going ham just saying just saying I'm gonna leave that there but we do the same thing with contentment, with our singleness, with with our desires of 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 wanting to be in a relationship. We try to distract ourselves with going to school or getting another job or uh, spending more time with friends or being content creators or whatever it is that you want to do. Right. Or being in ministry. Right. In, in hopes of, oh, my gosh, if I just stay focused, if I just do it, do what God is supposed to uh, what God has has called me to do. If I just stay on the straight and narrow, if I just act like this, 
me being single doesn't bother me he'll 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 give it to me or i'll be good lies lies because when you go home at night you're reminded of how single you are when you lay your head in the bed you're reminded of how single you are when friday night hits you're reminded of how single you are when valentine's day gets here you're reminded of how single you are when new year's eve when christmas when thanksgiving when 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 sweetest day gets here you're reminded of how single you are and how do you feel where are the things that you say oh man ah oh, this is stupid or i'm staying on social media or nobody care about all these couples oh my gosh here go another wedding proposal oh my gosh here go another baby announcement oh my goodness like we don't care we don't care blah 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 like oh my i'm just so annoyed like god when is it gonna be my turn these are things that we say or we vent to our homegirls or our homeboys just talking about how disappointed we are and how annoyed we are and how we're tired of waiting and you name it. You know, I've said it all before. We could run it down the line and Alante has said it. So if you have these feelings or you have these views, you're not really content and you're not really, you're doing things in vain. Like you're not really doing it because you have a heart posture to do it. You're doing it because you believe it's going to get you something. So why would he give it to you? Your heart's not right. And so I had to come to the conclusion, guys, that how bad do I want God and how bad do I want to feel okay, like genuinely okay. And I remember praying to God one day and I was crying my eyes out and I was like, God, I just want you to be enough. That's it. I was like, I know I'm not showing it at times. I know that I do stupid stuff. I say stupid stuff. And I know that I should want you and you only, but I don't. But I want to. And like, I'm crying out to him, y'all. I'm like, I want you to be enough. And this was before Jaira came out. When Jaira came out, oh my goodness, that, that was it. Like, that was it. Like, that song encompassed everything I was feeling in this past season. Every word, every emotion, every feeling, every thought, all of that was just encompassed in that whole song. So, I was just so grateful for that song because that just became my mantra. That just became my my, my favorite song, hands down. But, I was real with him. Like, I want him to... Now, did that happen overnight? No. No. But I can tell you this, the more consistent I became with my obedience to him and how how open and honest I was, that's when it came. And I'm not talking about, you know, the thing that I want, of course. I'm talking about this peace, this overwhelming peace. I was was just talking to my friend Angie like, I have never felt this before. I'm 31. I've been wanting to be in a relationship and get married and all this other stuff since I was in college. I have never felt as peaceful pertaining to this subject than I do now. And y'all, it feels so good. 
It feels so good. Like, I want every single person to feel what I'm feeling at this moment. August 2021. Mark my words. I am content. I am at peace. God is enough. He's enough. No marriage can make me. No man can make me whole. I'm already whole. I'm already whole. Me being a mother doesn't define me. Me being a wife doesn't define me. Those are not the the um, ultimate goals for me. Would it be great additions? Absolutely. Absolutely, it'll be great additions. But that doesn't mean that I'm I've won at life. That's not like the jackpot of life. The jackpot of life. Is hearing well done when I die. Of being at peace and not in torture, not in torment here. It's at peace knowing that I am doing everything that I can. Everything in my power to please and to serve the God that I love. And being okay with whatever season he has me in at that time. That's it. That's what I I want everyone to experience because I promise y'all, I cannot tell y'all how many singles, men and women that I talk to on a weekly basis that feels defeated, that feels hopeless, that feels irritated. And I get it because I'm, I was one of them. I was one of them. Do I still have my moments? I'm like, dang, be nice to have a, a, a guy, you know, my guy, my person to talk to. Most definitely. Not going to lie to y'all and say that. Most definitely would be great. But let me tell y'all something. My recovery time to get back into my, you know, contentment is a lot quicker. You know, because I'm human. I'm human. I'm a woman, right? Do I want to be colored at night? Absolutely. Do I want to be taken on dates? Absolutely. Is it my time? No. Am I okay with that? Absolutely. Like, y'all, I don't even turn my nose up at couples no more. (laughs) I don't. Like, I don't get irritated by them anymore. I used to get so irritated with them. I used to roll my eyes, say stupid stuff under my mouth. I used to be a hater, bruh. A whole hater. But I'm not. It's just. I don't know. I'm going to try my best to like try and coach y'all to this point. But I'm not trying to make you. I'm not trying to force something on you. If you get what I'm saying. Like I, my, my job, my desire is to open up your eyes, your heart, your mind to different viewpoints, to different, different ways of thinking, different perspectives and really allow you to see yourself and for you to have your own self-discovery of where you are I can't diagnose you you know it's not like anybody talking back to me I'm just giving you my life you know what I'm saying so I hope that you guys are like really learning from it (laughs) you know because I done said some things but before I close I just want to let you guys know that contentment is possible 
And I'm, I'm talking about don't don't think you're going to be content once you get that thing that you've been waiting for, that thing you've been praying for. You need to be content in where you are now before that thing comes. Because God forbid, let it come and it's taken away. Where will you be mentally? I was, I was, was I watching something? Yes. I think I was watching something. I think it was on YouTube. It was this video of this psychologist talking about codependency. And I find it very interesting. So, y'all, if you didn't know, my undergrad was in psychology. And I really, really like it. I was thinking about going back to grad school for psychology. Just not sure if that's where God is pulling me. So, we're going to pray for you, girl. But, anyway... Um, she was talking about how when she talks to her clients, those who deal deal with codependency, when she talks to her clients, um, she talked to them about a portfolio and, um, she compared life to a portfolio and she said in life, we have a portfolio and you have all these pages. These pages are filled with your life. These pages are filled with events, circumstances, memories, right? Of your life. You want to have a well-balanced portfolio. So, for instance, you have, she, she, she gave the example, if you have, um, if you're in a relationship and you have a boyfriend or girlfriend, and all of your pages in your portfolio is filled with that person, when you and that person are no longer together and those pages are ripped out, what does your portfolio look like? And y'all, I'm going to try to find that video. I hope I saved it. But, bruh, that was the perfect example needed perfect example needed for anyone that has issues with codependency or abandonment or really just balancing life or really learning how to be content if all of your pages in your portfolio is filled with you you know being irritated, being bitter, being angry, being um, salty, being depressed, being sad, right? And then all of a sudden you get somebody and then all, then now, now, listen, now you're happy, but all you know, all you can equate your happiness to is to that person, right? Because you feel like you're, you're good now. You feel like, Oh, I was, I was feeling these negative emotions. Now I have what I wanted. Now I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? All of those negative emotions is as if they did not exist. I'm done throwing my tantrums, right? Acting like a toddler, quote, quote. Now I'm good. But then if that person is taken away from you, rip, 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 all those pages are gone. What does it look like? Do you just go back to those feelings? Yes, because you didn't learn how to fill your, your portfolio with happiness, with, with good memories of yourself, of, of friends, of family, of hobbies, of, you know, just working on learning how to be okay without the thing that you are waiting for. That's you practicing and working on being whole. You have to be enough for yourself. God has to be enough for you. And I put those two separate because it's so important. 
It's so important that you work on yourself, meaning go to therapy, eat healthier, right? And I, listen, I'm not trying to be like this fitness guru or nothing like that, but what you eat does have a big effect on how you think and how you feel, but I won't go there, but it has a huge, it makes a huge difference, right? Getting active. I'm not saying you gotta go to the gym five days a week. If that's your thing, that's your thing. Go outside sometimes. Go for a walk. Get off your phone. Get off of get out the TV. Get off your laptop. Breathe in some fresh air. Get some of that sun. These are moments that you could be filling your portfolio with. Or do it or do it just look like you sitting on the couch scrolling your using your, your right thumb scrolling through Instagram and Facebook. Or binge watching the latest Netflix show. And I'm not saying this to condemn anybody. I'm saying this because I lived through it. I've, that was me. But I thank God for the freedom that comes with just being intimate with him. With being consistent with him. With being obedient to him. Like just... Just being with him in general. Like, I just cannot describe it, y'all. I just cannot. And I just really wanted to to share that. I really wanted to share that with y'all. And I hope that it gave you hope. I hope that you will work on your portfolio. Like the psychologist said in the video. Which I'm going to find for you guys. And post it on social media. Or I'll update the show notes whichever comes first but I really hope that this helped you all I hope that you find your house of contentment I pray that you find your house of contentment that will be my prayer for you guys this week so be blessed be encouraged be productive and rest some of y'all need to rest more than you are productive which is perfectly fine (laughs) But y'all be blessed and I'll talk to y'all next week.